So if you guys have any questions whatsoever about keto or intermittent fasting, whether you're starting keto as a new person or just need to debug your program, or you have a question about a product, call one of our keto consultants. They'll be able to help you. Call 540-299-1557. That's 540-299-1557. Welcome to the Dr. Berg Healthy Keto and Intermittent Fasting Podcast. Now your host, the man taking your health to a whole new level, Dr. Eric Berg. Okay, so I had another question from someone that had essential fatty acid deficiency symptoms, yet they were taking essential fatty acids. Why would they possibly have these symptoms when they're actually consuming the very thing that's supposed to fulfill the deficiency. So let's first talk about the symptoms of an essential fatty acid deficiency, which by the way, would be the omega-3, omega-6 fatty acids. Um, you probably have seen people with the little bumps in the back of the arm. It kind of looks like uh, goose bumps, little red little dots around the hair follicles. Uh, that's one symptom. Dry, scaly skin is a very common symptom. It could be of the face, it could be around the nose, the forehead, um, it may even look like dandruff on the scalp, uh, hair loss, loss of pigment in the hair. So maybe you're going gray prematurely, uh, heart issues, vision problems, mood issues, or cognitive function problems like memory loss. So you definitely need essential fatty acids to support um, your brain and nervous system. So if you're taking essential fatty acids and you're not seeing the change in your body, then we know you're not absorbing them. Okay, so here are the potential causes for that. So number one, the pancreas. You might have a pancreatic insufficiency, which basically is you're not able to produce the enzymes necessary to digest, break down, and absorb certain fats. And lipase is one of the enzymes right here. And for each one of these, I'm going to put a link down below to get more information. Um, stomach, uh, you might not have enough stomach acid. Uh, maybe you had a gastric bypass. Maybe you have an ulcer. Maybe you have heartburn. If you do, that could automatically inhibit your absorption of this. So then we get to the intestines, which you could have I don't know, IBS, Crohn's, uh, some inflammatory condition of the intestine that could be blocking the ability to absorb. And this could have originated from some type of an infection or years of antibiotics, or consuming a lot of junk food, uh, or consuming gluten, which could irritate the colon lining. And then we have the gallbladder, okay? If you don't have a gallbladder, you're not gonna have the, an, enough bile reserve to help you break down these fats. The liver makes bile, but it's concentrated from the gallbladder. You're gonna pr produce and release some, but not the full amount. Or you can have a sluggish gallbladder or a congested gallbladder in which you're not going to release the full amount of bile. Okay, so that's another uh, problem. And lastly is the liver. If the liver is damaged, as in having a fatty liver or an inflamed liver or hepatitis or cirrhosis, um, you're not going to be able to produce the amount of bile salts to be released and be stored by the gallbladder to be able to absorb these things right here. So I really think these last two are probably the most common if you have um, a belly, chances are you have a fatty liver, okay? You can get an ultrasound to pick that up, but it's coming from insulin resistance. Consuming a lot of the wrong things, um, alcohol, refined sugars, 
eating frequently all increases insulin, you develop insulin resistance, you get a fatty liver, and now you can't release the bile, then you become deficient. Uh, also, these two are tied in together. So if, you're, if you have a fatty liver, chances are you're gonna have a congested gallbladder because they're connected, okay? They're, they work together. And if the liver can't produce the bile, it's not gonna be there in the gallbladder to be stored. And one of the big causes of gallstones is high levels of insulin that's coming from the insulin resistance. So these are the two areas that are most common. And I put a link down below of what I'm gonna recommend if you have these right here. Um, where do you get essential fatty acids? Well, eggs are loaded with essential fatty acids. Fish, um, fish oils. Fattier the fish, the better. Olives, olive oil, vegetables, nuts, seeds like flax seed and certain uh, chia seed. Uh, Grass-fed animal products, um, grass-fed cheeses uh, would have it. Okay, so I hope that answered the question of why you would actually have these symptoms despite taking essential fatty acids. Thanks for watching. Hey guys, quick survey question. I wanna know what topic you would like me to do a video on. So each week I'm coming up with different types of videos, but I would rather have you tell me what you're interested in. So I put a link down below. Please fill it out. Hey guys, I just want to let you know I have my new keto course just came out. It's a mini course. It covers all the basics and how to do it correctly. You can get through this in probably 20 minutes at the very most. So if you're interested, click the link below and get signed up now.